0: Hi, everyone, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to this episode of the Team Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about taking action and avoiding the perfectionism trap, which I know lots of us get caught in on a very frequent basis. So one of the things that's really critical in an entrepreneurial company is that you have to be willing and able to take action. Sometimes before you have all the information, before you have all the data that you'd like to have, before you even know for sure whether or not it's the right thing to do. Now, under what circumstances could this possibly be a good idea? Shouldn't everything we do be as right as we can make it? Well, in an entrepreneurial environment, actually taking action and learning from that experience has far more value than researching it and taking a long time to do it. Or as Dan Sullivan likes to say, getting ready to get ready to get ready, (laughs) which is what happens sometimes. So what's really interesting about taking action, it means that whenever possible, you make things happen. Don't wait for others to make the first move. One of the things that I have learned in all of my years at Coach is that taking action means you get in motion, you do something and that doing something is actually better than just thinking about it. Now, why would that possibly be true? It's true because when you take action, you learn something. You find out whether or not it works. You find out when you talk to someone whether or not they responded the way that you wanted them to. If they did not respond the way you wanted them to, then you can learn and adapt to find a way that does work. You can learn whether or not the vendor that you're working with is actually the right one. You can do something on a small scale, and experiment. You learn by doing, and it's kind of fascinating because if you look at the careers of successful entrepreneurs, especially the ones that we read about in the newspapers and magazines, you can see how they went out on a limb quite often. They certainly did not have everything packaged, pretty, figured out. Usually their back end they were making it up as they went along. Sometimes they sold things before it was even created, and that's how they learned. That's how it worked, and that's how they got started. So, in fact, taking action is one of the most important entrepreneurial traits, and I have to say, since we all work in entrepreneurial organizations or have an entrepreneurial mindset, this is something that we need to be really capable of doing. And all of you take action. It's not that you don't. However, sometimes there are things that stop us. So I want to spend some time thinking about what those are, because those little hesitations, those thoughts that "Mm, maybe I'm not quite ready yet, that actually is what slows down the process. Now, another thing to do is to really make sure that you take small steps. The thing about entrepreneurs, and I've got a great education from this, from Bab Smith, actually, Dan's wife and business partner, she's the one who actually runs Strategic Coach, in case anyone's wondering, is she really talked this through with me one day, and she said, Shannon, it's really important to know that in our size of a company, we experiment. We do a little bit of a test with a certain group of clients or prospects or whoever we're working, could be team members. We see how that goes. We learn from our experience, and then we go and do it again better and we keep doing that process. We keep learning every single time we do it. So what's really important to remember is that it's vital to take small steps, do small experiments, find out what works, learn from your experience. So one of the things that people don't really recognize is that we all have a creative relationship with the world. If we spend a lot of time investing in research in our own thinking and we, you know, spend weeks or months or sometimes even years thinking about something before we actually test it on anyone, even in a conversation, we have created this whole long backlog. We've created this whole way of thinking that has had absolutely no reality check. So one of the things that's actually a lot safer is to take your idea and bounce it off somebody. Could be a colleague, could be your boss, it could be a friend. Although you do want to make sure that whoever you're bouncing your idea off actually has some relevant experience to bring to it. Because one of the things that we've learned, well, actually one of our rules is to always test things on check writers, or in other ways to say that would be stakeholders. One of the things that does not work is to test it on friends who have actually no context or no clue as to your day-to-day reality. I did that one time. I came home with this new idea, and I was like, great. And my dad and my husband were sitting on the couch, and I said, hey, guys, we're going to do this. What do you think? They're like, meh, me, meh, meh, I was like, well, I'm not talking to you anymore about this. <laughs> I was really mad. But then I went and talked to people who actually had a, frankly, more useful opinion. They eventually did come around, just so you know. I did convince them. But it was a good lesson for me. It's like, make sure, pay attention. Don't just tell everybody. Tell relevant people your idea so they can give you useful feedback. So that whole creative relationship with the world is such a fascinating way to think about things. It means that you're always learning, you're always testing, and there's a lot of freedom in that. There's a lot of freedom to try things on a small scale. Now, for those of you that are real risk takers, you're gonna take bigger ones. For those of you that always mitigate your risk, this is actually how you can mitigate your risk because you're gonna check it out with people before you do anything wild and crazy. But again, don't keep it all in your head. Make sure you bounce it off your audience. It could be in writing. It could be in person. It could be on a blog. It could be in a conversation. As you walk down the street, it doesn't matter. But test out your thinking. Test out your ideas and be willing to get that reality check. That means you don't get married to a particular thought. You're willing to adapt your thinking, which is another key component of entrepreneurship, is that you're always thinking about your thinking. You don't just get wedded to a few ideas and stay married to them even though frankly they're not a right fit for what you're doing anymore. We'll talk more about that in future episodes. I want to talk about being collaborative. So it's far more collaborative in this creative process to again work with other people and to test out your ideas. It doesn't have to be as scary as just trying to figure it all out yourself and having it be perfect. If I have to think about something that really shifted in my own career and made me a a lot more fun to work with and b a lot more effective, It was when I was able to break through the trap of perfectionism. Okay, so raise your hand if you're a card-holding perfectionist. (laughs) I think almost everyone's hand should go up. Now, having said that, some of you are going to come back at me and say, well, I have to have high standards. And I'm like, yes, you absolutely do. However, high standard is different than perfectionism. Perfectionism is an ideal. Almost by definition, it's not attainable. Why? Because as soon as you get close, you can see how it could be even better. It's always one of those things that's moving out ahead of you. And perfectionism is really actually quite dangerous because it leads to procrastination. And having been someone who procrastinated a lot, especially on things I wasn't very good at, (laughs) and certainly on things I wasn't confident about, perfectionism really leads to a huge slowdown in pace and, frankly, a huge slowdown in results. And last time I checked, in an entrepreneurial company, you had to be accountable for results. Your results, your team has results, and frankly, your entrepreneur has to produce results. This is the teamwork that we're all doing. It's all results-based teamwork that we're focused on. So perfectionism is actually a little bit dangerous. I've coached a lot of team members that they really need to focus on the amount of effort and time to get whatever they're working on, whatever project, to a level that it works. And that may take two hours, may take four hours. But given their own choice, we're trained to really be perfectionism and, and not hand things over unless they're absolutely perfect. We've been trained that way. So this is kind of your unlearning a few things here. But when you're actually able to go, hey, I know it's not perfect, but it's pretty good, then you actually speed things up. You don't hold things back. So you might prefer to get things to be perfect. But guess what? If you've invested two to four hours, perfect might take you another 20. Is it actually worth 20 hours of your time? Frankly, probably not. We have an expression at Strategic Coach called 80%. We like to say, here's the first 80%. Could be thinking, could be action, whatever it is, here's the first 80%, which is different than here's the first 100%. (laughs) It's a very different conversation. So it's very powerful when you can unhook yourself from feeling like you have to be perfect. Guess what? It also means you stop expecting other people to be perfect which, by the way, is very freeing and liberating for everyone around you, hopefully including yourself. And it means that that teamwork and collaboration can happen that much easier and that much faster. There's less pressure. And again... I always really do coach people, say, okay, do the amount that you need to do in order to get something so that it works. It's working. It's a working version. It's good enough. It's 80%. And then pass it off to the next person, which could be internal or external to your company, for them to do the next 80%, their next effort. And when you do that three or four times, you actually get a very powerful result. And I did that with the Team Success Handbook. Did I hand it over to the editor saying, oh, I know it's perfect. I'm sure you won't find anything? (laughs) Ha! you got to be kidding me. You know, I handed it over saying, I think it's pretty good, but maybe you could let me know what you think. And I know there's lots of stuff to fix, and I really appreciate your effort on this. And if I had made it perfect, I have to tell you, it would have taken months, if not years, longer to produce. And I am much happier having it in other people's hands, and frankly, they're much better at the parts that they did than I would have been. And then we got the book out that much faster. So if you think about it in anything that you have to produce, it could be a letter, it could be a book, it could be a manual, it could be a, an audio recording, it could be a contract, anything that you have your hands on, yes, it needs to be good enough. I have very high standards of quality, which is why I involve other people's capabilities. And sometimes if you're it, because I know some of you are thinking that right now, you're like, okay, but I'm, I'm the stop here. <laughs> it ends with me. Good. Give it one or two, maybe three go-overs, get really good at editing, and then send it out Get it off your plate. Get it into someone else's hands. Several 80% leaves you with a very high quality standard. But the most important thing to do is to take action. And you'll hear coaching from entrepreneurial coaches and marketing people who say, you know what, if there aren't some mistakes, you're too slow. That's the coaching that entrepreneurs get all the time. So the whole point here is to really take action. By all means, how by standards, You know, often lots of us are paid to do that, but don't be afraid, don't get stuck in perfectionism. It will just stop you, slow you down and reduce your effectiveness. So have some fun with taking action. And if you want some great input or added resources for this, please be sure to read the book, One Small Step Can Change Your Life, The Kaizen Way, by Bob Maurer, M-A-U-R-E-R. And I just had the absolute pleasure of interviewing him very recently, and his interview is up on the Team Success website as well. And he is an absolute genius at telling you what types of actions to take that don't trigger your fear response, that get you into motion, that get you learning, that get you making improvements. People who've never exercised, all of a sudden are exercising. People who quit smoking, never start up again. People who want business successes, they have those, and they keep on with their healthy habits. So if you want some inspiration about how to take very small, effective actions that build into a phenomenal result, Please be sure to both read his book and listen to the interview. It was so educational, and I was so excited because it makes it so easy to take action. I hope this conversation has inspired you to take action, especially to break through something you've been procrastinating about so you can get going and achieve the success and results that you want with it. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, here's to your team success.